Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Alamoves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Welcome to Fat Mascara, everyone. It's Jen. Hi. Uh, Jess will be here for this episode. I know she's moving this week, but she found time to squirrel away because she did not want to miss this guest, Katie Storino. I was going to do the interview without her, and she was like, you can't, you can't. We had too much fun, all three of us, um, and we're so excited to bring this interview to you. So let me tell you about Katie. She's a podcast host, author, style influencer. You may be familiar with her blog, which was uh, called 12-ish Style. Well, still is called that. She's also the founder of the beauty brand Megababe. She probably does a million other things. Uh, oh, well, I know some other things she did. She was a former fashion publicist. She was a dogager to the world's first supermodel dog, Toast. We miss Toast dearly. 
Um, and as we'll learn, or you could learn from her Mega Babe website, she's a woman whose thighs chafe, whose boobs get sweaty, and who has some body odor issues. She's not embarrassed to talk about them, which is why we love Katie Serino. We're also having her on the podcast right now because her new book comes out in about a week. It's called Body Talk, How to Embrace Your Body and Start Living Your Best Life. Uh, it comes out May 25th to be exact, but you can pre-order it online now. And we'll put a link to that. We'll also put it on our blog, um, fatmascara.com. We'll also put a link to her site where you can find out all the things she does, more about her. She's probably about to launch like five other things, start another podcast, write another book. She's just that kind of person. We cannot wait for you to meet Katie Serino. Here's the interview. I am so excited that you're here, Katie. I have to say, like, your account is one of my favorite things to come up in my feed. It's very, if you don't already follow her, you, a start, you can pause, come back, and then, you know, get into it. <laughs> it's full of great, like, fashion spo, no matter, you know, what your vibe is, what size you are. It's really just like for everybody. It's really funny. It's very warm. It makes me feel good. So check it out if you're not already a fan. Um, but I want to go back to like the moment that, you know, really it kind of all began for you. So you were like kind of a handler for your late great dog, Toast. Um, you know, okay. So I remember toast. I remember when toast was the hottest thing, such a sweetie. Um, toast is really like one of the OG influencer dogs and you were coming to sweet toast. Jen, I was not joking. No, I know that's true, but just hearing it out loud is amazing. No, no one ever. I just, can I just say that no one talks about toast? Like everyone wants to get into mega babe or talk about like make my size, but I just want to talk about dogaging. So that's, I'm really happy you asked me. Yeah. So to- Toast was really, Toast kind of created the mold for a lot of yeah. other, we could really get into pet influencers, but I know that's not really yeah. where Jen wants to take this interview. Um, <laughs> but um, as, as a real like cat influencer person, um, I really feel like Toast paved the way for a lot of great um, animals and it did, it did a lot for also a lot of like shelter pets and everything. But, you know, Let's, I know we need to go move on from Toast, but you were accompanying Toast to a man repeller shoot, if I understand things correctly. And you were there on set and you told the editor, like, hey, like, I want to get involved, right? Like, I want to be, I want to be on the other end of the camera. I, I want to be photographed. And when you got the, sh- and I think you were like a little kind of like, I don't know if you were like a little trepidatious. Is that a word? Yeah. But okay, this is a word, right? And you felt that way. But you got the shots and people went wild on Man Repeller. <laughs> yes. Like they lost their minds. Yes. Like I, like Toast was getting photographed for NARS. Okay. Oh, it was a NARS. Let, okay, it, cool, cool, cool. let it sit in, like let it sink in that she was at like a beauty shoot for NARS. For, via man repeller, like it was like a whole campaign. Uh huh. And this all makes sense. This all tracks. Yes. And I, Amelia Diamond, who comes back into our story a little bit later, okay. I was like chatting with her and she like loved my, loved my outfit. And I had so many secret dreams of wanting to be on the other side of the camera. 
but like obviously was not in a mental position to like really think that. But I, I was like, you know what? What if I just ask? And I was like, I would love for you to do a style profile on me and I can like help people get dressed like that are curvy or like find shorts for mm-hmm. curvy girls. And she said, yes. And I couldn't believe it. And then like, as soon as the article went live, I I read the comments from girls and I was like, oh my God, this is something. This is like, this is, this is what people want. And it, it was, it was a real life-changing moment for me. Well, I love something that you said and that you, you tell the story in the book, you know, this, the anecdote that I just shared, you said something, you're like, I realized my body is not the problem. And that, I, it's such a simple way to say it, but it's like, I think so many of us, you know, those of us who are not like, you know, born with those kind of perfect supermodel genes, you know, and so few are, um, you kind of think, well, there's something wrong with me. There's something Mm -hmm. wrong with me. You go into a store or you get a magazine or, you know, whatever, look at Instagram now. And you think like, you know, what's wrong with my thighs? What's wrong with my waist? Or like, I have short legs, whatever it is that that everyone has their thing. Mm -hmm. And you don't fit like you just mentioned shorts. I'll pick that. Like, I don't fit that. Or like, I don't fit that trend. Like you don't, you literally feel like there's something wrong with you. Yes. And, but with that idea of it's such a simple thing, my body is not the problem. It was like a reading it, you know, I feel like it It just hit me. Like, like it was the first time I, I thought that, you know? Really? But I, I mean, it's not like Brant's and the novel idea, but it was just like, it just felt fresh. Your body yeah. is not the problem. When we go into the gym, we go into like, you know, the doctor's office, whatever it is. And you're like, there's something wrong with me. But you were just like, actually, no, it's the clothes that are the problem. And that's sort of the foundation of your whole platform. The clothes need to fit better or we need need more options. So that moment inspired you to start the 12-ish style. So talk about that name. Because I at first I was like the 12-ish style. And then, like, well, you tell the story because I just, I, I'm getting excited because I read the book already and I'm like, oh, like, tell me this, tell me that, tell me this. I mean, I'm telling you that you're, so I have done, um, I have done zero interviews about the book in a way with someone who has read the book. Are and you kidding? No. Oh, I've no, already so, mourned so, your lost shot put career. Which no, we'll talk about, you guys, about the book. I, because I, because seriously, I have this like stupid look on my face because I, it, talking to people outside of like my internal little world who have read the book is so incredible that I, I'm having like a whole reaction over here. So thank you very much. Um, and I, I did, I, I realized my body was not the problem, but that, that is after I think 12 years of feeling so bad about myself and walking into every single meeting with this, like, no matter what I had done to prepare for the meeting or my whole outfit, like I really, I had just, I was like, ah, you're still just this fat girl that no one really thinks is cool. Like I just had such a negative self, um, self image. And it was all brought on by feeling like I didn't belong in that, in that business. 
So when I did see girls saying, wow, it's so exciting to see my body on a fashion blog, um, I really, my brain broke open and I was like, wait, I don't have like a dinosaur body. Like I've just been in the craziest industry ever. Like it really was the clothes and the people and the industry and the whole like trickle down mindset that comes from 90s fashion editors who are like eating cigarettes. I wanted to ask you, um, is it when you said, you know, you thought that there was something wrong with you? What I was going to say, was it in your head or did people really make you feel like there was something wrong with you? Because I want to know, like, did you really have that devil wears Prada experience? Um, you did, you, you did spend time in, in fashion. Um, you know, you did walk the walk, um, you know, you spent time in the industry. So did you actually experience like nastiness or was it like in your head? No, no. I experienced nastiness. Now I I'm a bigger built person. So I always felt bigger than other people. And I had issues with that growing up my whole life, but I, I, I don't know what my, I don't know what I was expecting to bring that body into a world where like, I couldn't fit into the sand. I couldn't fit into the clothes. I couldn't fit into my feet. Couldn't fit into the shoes. Like, I, I mean, I re- literally couldn't fit into the industry. And yes, mm-hmm. I had, I had many, many, many comments made to me over the years that that stuff just kind of, um, builds up inside of you. And, um, after a while, you just come to accept that it's all true. And, and explain the name, the twelve-ish style. Sorry, I like like went. Oh yeah, yeah. Block. The um, the twelve-ish style was meant to speak to. I I used to call it size purgatory because at the time everything has changed since I started that platform. So nothing is the same now. But when I started it, um, it really was like plus size clothes. So maybe you're starting at like a size 16, 18. Um, and then there were straight size clothes, which really, they really want to stop at a 10. Like those designers really don't want to design for a 12 or a 14 or a 16. So it's that, it was that middle space that really I was trying to get into. Is that like you have, you like sometimes have to shop in the men's department and like you're just trying to find hacks for how to exist. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Was, it spoke to the size fluctuation um, and the size range, really, and that. But but that changed so much. And do you think that that for the better? I should ask before I ask. My oh, I mean, question? I, I mean, I think that the my the who I was speaking to changed because I realized that well, one, I put on a significant amount of weight when I was going through a life change. And so I was like out of that 12-ish category. And then I was really fucked with like how to get dressed. <laughs> and then um, and then also I realized that I wasn't talking to a certain size of woman. I was talking to every woman, size double zero to, to size 26, because every woman feels these insecurities. And they are like, I, I have like a size four woman talking to me saying that she feels comfortable on a beach because she thinks of me when she like puts on a bikini now or like, you know what I mean? No, that, I don't. Sure. People don't say that to me and that makes me a wonderful <laughs> feeling. That's amazing. It is a wonderful <laughs> feeling. Yes. And so clearly you were in the fashion and beauty industry where Jess and I have worked, but before you even got into your career, 
what was your relationship with your body like growing up? You talk about in the book how you were taller than everybody, but was there a, was there a hatred, a love? How did you feel about your body? I was I was taller and bigger than everybody. So I couldn't fit into a lot of like the cool, like when I was like 10, I couldn't wear like whatever the trend, like the trend was at like the teen store. Like I just didn't fit into those little clothes. Uh, so that was always really hard. And I had like a full woman's body, um, which means I like had to like go to like the woman's department at Boston mm-hmm. store and, and, and get things that were like not cute. But um so I had I had that relationship with myself and I think that carried on like through college where it was like it was the same thing it was like those sorority shorts like where you like had like your sorority on the butt and like the bands rolled down and you're in like a sports bra like I just was I was like honestly I was I was an athlete in college and I was so fucking fit but I just didn't have that shape I never did what sports did you play in college? I was a I was on the crew team. Okay, I should say I should reference now why I said shot put in the book. Katie talks about <laughs> how she's in the 99th percentile for upper body strength. So she should have gone on to be a yes. shot putter, but did not enjoy her first day at the track meet. And I was like, no. Katie, you could have been a world yeah. famous shot putter. I, that's what I'm saying. I could have been a contender, and I I still think about it. I could have had an Olympic medal on this wall. <laughs> clearly you've done you've done other amazing things including the blog which we should we should come full circle on that the 12ish style when you put this out everybody was used to seeing you in this PR role or you know working in fashion and beauty what was the response from the fashion crowd I'll put that in quotes and you know who I'm talking about the ones that eat cigarettes honestly <laughs> it was it, I got such a major reaction and as a, someone who worked in PR for so long you can tell when something is like not gonna hit and you can tell when there's interest around something. And right away, there was interest. Right away, people were like, we love what you're doing. Brands were contacting me. It was like it was like an instant thing. And I would say that there are still places and people that chuckle at the whole plus size movement or body inclusivity. And those people I don't think have shifted. Um, but for people who felt badly or insecure or had been made to feel like shitty in the fashion industry... I think that they immediately were like, oh, 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 like we see a a chance here and we are going to help push this. So it was like instant support from those people. And it felt very strange to like go from pitching to like where if if anyone out there's ever worked in, in PR, I mean, media is your whole, like that's your whole job. That's your whole, like those contacts are everything for you. So to have them contacting me versus me being like, hi, hi. Can I like, can I pitch you this thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I just felt like it was such a huge shift for me. You know, talking about media, we, you know, anyone who's listening to this and listens to our show, we talk a lot about brands who, you know, have, you know, new spokespeople who are talking about body inclusivity, the whole body positivity conversation in fashion, but even, you know, definitely in beauty. That's a very big PR story. How do you think it's going in terms of how fashion and beauty are are dealing with that topic? Well, beauty is ahead. Beauty has been ahead of fashion for a long time, I think, in terms of inclusivity. And I think uh, even, what was it, like two years ago, Glossier did that like all-naked campaign with Paloma. I just feel like beauty has been ahead. Mm -hmm. And fashion is catching up. 
very slowly. And what does catching up look like? It looks like Ula Johnson launching a 2XL. And it looks like, I mean, that's, these are small steps, but it's like a consideration that they might not have even thought of before. It's like Goop carrying a size 14. Now can we push them to a size 16? Can we get them into a double XL? Like it's, it's, it's expanding the mindset where people didn't even think about it. And they're like, well, it stops at a 12. It stops at a 14. And now to like realize and open your eyes and realize there's this whole world of women that are desperate to wear your clothes, but it's complicated. It's not, so, a, it's not, it's not like a straight shot into success when you land, when you launch your uh, extended sizes. So yeah, I wanted to ask you when, you know, you go to a famous Italian designer or a famous American designer, yeah. you say, I'm Katie Storino, you know who I am. I have so much clout, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, or, you know, you, you talk to your, 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 your friends, you know, in, in this business and you say, you know, Jesus, you guys are only up to a size 10, 12. You, you know, you know that, you know, women with money want to buy your clothes. Like, what are you like? You guys are crazy. And they say, Katie, you know, we can't do that. What, what do they say to you? Kind of like over cocktails or like, you money. know, like behind closed door. But what, what it's a, it, it, they just, they can't move the product or money. like. They can't, no, they can't invest in, in cutting the whole separate set of fabric and invest in that. Is that is what I'm always told. Now, if you listen to a designer like Tanya Taylor, who like is very transparent, she always she lays out the whole thing. She's like, "We're not a big brand. This is how we keep our sizes inclusive. This is how I do it." the The money thing is just, and I think it's just an excuse for people not wanting to take it on. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me though, because if we're saying, and I'm no economist here, but like if we're saying. Like most, I'll just say American women are like a size 14 or something. Like 16, are they saying yeah. most of 16, yeah. most of their customers are saying, oh no, like are a two and are, you know, we're going to move more twos than 16s. Like how do they know that for real? Um, they don't. And it's just that like, so either you've got like old school fashion people who are, who are making the decisions who are like, we don't want to deal with these fringe sizes. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is that then when a company does decide to reluctantly bring on more sizes, fine. They invested in a, sep- a separate set of samples, the, the, the cutting, they had to redo everything. They don't put anyone in the marketing. And then they do two seasons of extended sizes with no one in the marketing, no one in the social and like, no, basically they don't tell anyone. And then they're like, we did it, didn't work. Right. They never put like a size 16 in their social media. Yeah. Even if they hired a sample model at a 16 and spent the money to recut all of the patterns. So they shot themselves in the foot and they said, oh, it sucked. It it was a bust. Yes. And I, and I could, I mean, I won't, but I could name five brands who have done that so far who are like, "Mm, we did it. We tried it. Wasn't, didn't move. And I'm like, okay. And then also you have to think about psychologically, a, a brand who, like, say, um, who do I love? Zimmerman. Like, mm-hmm. Zimmerman, girls are wanting, they're clawing to wear Zimmerman. And Zimmerman basically stops at, like, a 10. And then if you expand your sizes in, and then just say, open the door, come in now, you can spend money with me, 
you need to invite those women in and make them feel like you're actually investing in a business that that wants to support them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. They haven't been able to shop your stuff for years. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey, everyone. 
everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Aloe Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Aloe Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Aloe Moves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. So what would huh. show you, though, that we were making real change? If the clothes were there and the and the visuals were there in the marketing, so people felt that they were included, what else, yeah. would, what, what, what else would it take? That's it. That's it. Just for more That's brands. That's it. Yeah. Like, look at, I mean, I think Madewell, Madewell is a great example of someone who's like done, they've done it right. They've, they've like, they've been open and honest and been like, ah, eh, we didn't get that fit right. Like, we're going to redo it. Like, they have... They have diverse casting on their website. They have like two different model images like on all, on all their pages. I mean, yes, I noticed that. Yeah. The mannequins have changed too. Yes, yes. That's, yeah. These are these are the little things. Athleta, they just they just did it. Yeah, Athleta has new mannequins. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And they just did it really subtly too. It was just yes. like, yeah, this is just... Target too. Target too. Yeah, Target showed... Um, like a Love Shack fancy dress on like three different types of body That's types. That's the stuff. But then yeah. Love Shack fancy gets back out in the real world, has obviously had that education around like what it's like to dress larger women. And, and maybe they had like a pattern made somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. They stay at a size 10. This is really interesting. And, you know, it's just, it feels like, yeah, we all come in so many different like shapes and sizes. And, you know, I feel like I have just, I wish I was, I mean, I know this and we're not in any way like a perfect society right now, but I would have killed to see when I was younger, you know, oh, you can wear little shorts, you know, if you're a size. I was a size 12 most of my life, you know, and I would love to know, hey, I can wear little shorts, you know, and just yeah. not think, oh, I need to wear elastic, like, yeah. what were they called? Clam diggers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. That, no representation, no role models. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there it's with so you. Im- yeah. It's so important. It's so important. Um, God, there's so much to talk about. So when, another part of your book that I loved 
was this little, you know, short chapter. By the way, your book has so many great little parts that you could just kind of like dive in and dive out. But it said the amount of time that I wasted thinking negative thoughts on my body. And then you list like all of these different kind of hyperbolic, like eight bajillion minutes you know, wishing I had somebody else's like ankles, you know, backs of the arms, whatever. And then the next is, you know, 45 bajillion, you know, hours wanting, you know, thinking that people were like laughing at you in the corner, like all of these crazy scenarios that like, you know, very likely did not happen or were just, you know, in your mind. Yeah. Um, Do you, and the saddest thing for me, but though, was the amount of, I got to tell you, opportunities that you think that you or you know that you missed out on because you were too busy kind of like tripping out on your looks. Yeah. I completely relate to that. I think of things that I was like, I can't go to that or I just feel too fat tonight or I suck. Too fat tonight. Yes. You know, I'm not going to go to that party. I'm going to feel uncomfortable next to this person who I think looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like this is like demented, demented thinking. Um. I wish I had this book when I was younger. Do you feel like, is there a fast tip you can give our listeners to just kind of like get out of that negative state besides like, you know, just go out or like forget no. about them. Like what's what's a way we can No, it's it's it certainly ourselves. isn't like an overnight thing. And and there you're certainly going to have those moments where you're like, I'm not going to that. I can't stand next to the people. I don't have anything to wear, blah, blah, blah. Like that won't stop immediately. Yeah. But the 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 easy, the, not easy, but the first thing I can tell people is that you have to pay attention to what you are saying to yourself. And all you need to do is notice it. You just need to say, wow, okay, mm. I talk about my stomach a lot. Oh, okay, I just talked about this a lot. Yep, all, all right. Like, so you just need to start logging the negative stuff that you say to yourself so that you're aware of it. And that's like step one. Okay. You're curious about step two. You want to buy the book now, right? <laughs> step two, buy Body Talk by Katie Storino. <laughs> Katie, I'm, no, Katie, I'm thinking I talk a lot about like, you know, that I had a lot of problems when I was younger and that I'm still carrying that stuff. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, I'm not out of the woods. No way. No way, Jose. I know because that, I mean, my, my, I cried reading this audiobook. I had to step out of the recording studio and I had to start over because I was like the thing, I mean, obviously like I've done a lot of work on myself and, and I've yeah. gotten through a lot of stuff and I wrote this whole book and then reading it out loud, I just like, it just, I was like, Ooh, this is, this is still a little in there. This is still it's painful. painful. Yeah. yeah. It's really, I wish I could yeah. go back and get those hours and those days and those nights yes. back. And, yeah. and, and it's like, who knows what, what could be achieved by not yeah. Those hours, those minutes, and those seconds yeah. that you that you wasted. Yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. So yeah. I mean, this like that. Well, she's that's pointing at her point. line. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. gonna talk about the line. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, go but go to step two. Okay, so you logged it. So you so you're thinking. Yeah. Okay, this notice it. After noticing it, what does one do? You gotta stop it. So the next thing you do is when you st- when you start to hear yourself get into that pattern. Mm-hmm. You need to stop it. You need to say, nope, not going to say that. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. Like you have to, you have to police yourself. Like it's almost like you have to become your own defender because ultimately, and this is where this is touched on what you just said. Ultimately, you need to find 
this is like where it's so raw and painful is you need to find the little girl that once in her life, that at one point in time, did not think these things about her body and did not like notice that her knees were shaped weird or that like her ears were too small or too big or too whatever. She didn't notice that stuff because she was just too busy living life. And we all collectively, it's Mm. like a little woo-woo, but like we all collectively, we need to find that girl and we need to rescue her and, and bring her on the right path so that she like we and her can just live our fucking lives and yeah. stop wasting so much time on this body merry-go-round that doesn't actually do anything other than keep us down. When you first told yourself, stop it, don't think like that, did you feel like you were faking it? Like you're just like... Yes, yeah, totally. Like, you're like, oh, okay, cool, that didn't do anything. Or like <laughs> when I say like... I, like I really hate also when people are like... um, you know, like you should find good things about your face or your body that you like or your clothes. And I was like, that's lame, but actually it works. Like it's, it works to be like, uh, my eyebrows are amazing. Like you just start to, you just start to, to talk more about the good things than the bad things. And, and like, it, it, I don't know how to describe it. It just kind of falls away. Yeah. I, I hope, I wish that for everybody who's listening, who's going through this. I want that to happen for them. Yes, there's other, I mean, there's other shit you have to do, but like this, but yeah. these are like two, these are like two things. And then you go into the rules you have for yourself and you say like, okay, I don't wear sleeveless shirts because I don't like my arms. There, so there you go. You've kept yourself in like a little prison and you don't wear sleeveless shirts. Wear a sleeveless shirt around your house. Wear a sleeveless shirt around the block. Wear a sleeveless shirt to the store. Like, and then like once you once you get out and you realize like no one is looking at you crazy and that like no one cares and that like your arm is out and like it's okay. I feel like it just starts to snowball and you start to be like, actually, wait, there are no rules here. Like yeah. I'm doing this. Can we, can we talk also about how this pertains to beauty? Because it really does apply to beauty stuff too. And I look at your line, Mega Babe, and I think, oh, these are the products for all those stupid rules that like <laughs> you've just broken open. For example, chafing. Now I'm wearing the shorts and like no beauty person ever thought about this. Clearly so many times I've written in magazines, people have been like, can we talk about like thigh chafe? Like Athletes have it all the time. They were not talking about it. Tell us about the product mix that you came up with for Mega Babe. Like, clearly you were very targeted. I, you know, I really, like the thing is we launched with Thigh Rescue in 2017 and I, it, it's so crazy that I had to make that product. Right? Like <laughs> people were using and, like and Vagisil. It, I remember like there was like a, a Vagisil product Vagisil, that everybody was talking about it. Monistat, like these yeah. like, no, no shade, but like, these like really embarrassing brands, like embarrassing. <laughs> or you could use like, um, oh, what's my favorite one? It's um, it's some balls for her. It's like the craziest name. It's not it's cute. literally like not cute. Yeah, really cheesy, gross, scary stuff. Not clean. And um, and so when I did decide to that I was gonna like look into like making a an anti chafe stick. I, I was shocked at how many people said it wasn't a real business. 
not enough people have Chafe to make it a real business. Sephora told me it was not a category they were looking to get into, which I love talking about it, how Sephora rejected me. Um, it's my pretty woman moment, you know? Like, um, but, but, but ultimately, we did, we, we did decide that we wanted a brand that was going to tackle those quote-unquote taboo issues that no one was talking about. And we were going to make cute and clean solutions that worked and that you didn't feel embarrassed about. I'm dying to make a hemorrhoid cream. Don't take my idea. But like, this is the kind of stuff that like, I, I, I think women, like, we need this kind of support because we're made to yeah, feel I'm not going to take your idea, but I actually think that's brilliant because I have to say like, maybe we have to cut post-baby, uh-huh. I feel like... Uh-huh. Things Everyone happen. talks about that, like, yeah. but like yeah. in the secretest, secretest, secretest mm-hmm. of texts. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost that. like not on text. Like, can you call me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, even even on our podcast, which is like inclusive about all beauty matters. When I have talked about my butt folliculitis, we get comments <laughs> from listeners who are like, "I don't want to hear about your butt pimples again, Jen." And so I do want to say that I'm a fan of your butt mask. Thank it's you. lovely. Thank yes. you. Um, but. The rubbing of fabric against your tush, even just sweating when you're working out, like I don't, yeah, some people are prone to it. And these are, you're tackling these, tell us some of the other products so we don't miss out on that tackle these very specific problems. What I actually find funny is that Chafe is something that in our first several years, I think things may be a little easier now to talk about it, but like media, it was very hard to speak with beauty editors about thigh Chafe when we weren't even, we weren't, we were still like far behind in the body inclusivity kind of movement in media. So you're talking about thigh chafe. And I actually, I remember like, I just, I feel like uh, people spoke about it and they just didn't, um, they didn't understand actually what it was. They must've been very, very skinny. Yes. Or they've never ridden a bike. <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it just was very, it was very, and I was like, nope, that's not what it is for. Wait, what did they think thigh chafing was? And should we tell people, like, do people still not know when your thighs rub together, you can get like a rash between your legs? Yes, you get like a rash between your legs. Yes, but people, I got like, I got a lot of, um, so you, do you put this on like under your jeans, which people can do, but that's not like the main place that people are, chafing or like it or like does is it going to help you get into pants i don't know there, it was oh they thought it was like a lube <laughs> like a pant lube yes <laughs> like to get into like skinny jeans this is not like your leather pant lube so um which you could use it for i think but it, it might get messy my point is that it was like having to explain what it's like not to have a thigh gap was like humiliating <laughs> over and over to, to, to have those like deathbed appointments where I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, nope, that's not the one, but this is it. Like, so, uh, it was, it was funny. And you've also expanded out into underarm stuff there. Oh, yes. I actually am confused a little bit. Like, does that pertain to body inclusivity for you? Or is that just like, here's a problem I saw that I'm trying to fix? No, here's a problem. I solved it. I'm trying to fix Okay. Like we moved- my, my mom had, my mom had, um, breast cancer twice and, um, well, aluminum in the, in the armpits was not an option for me and for my sister anymore. So we went through everything and we, I mean, we, 
we could not find something that both of us liked and worked for both of us. So we were like, well, fuck, we have a beauty company now. Let's make a deodorant. And then we really had no, and I promise you, I thought, we'll make this deodorant because it works for both of us. And then like no one will buy it because they're here just for our chafe stick and our bus dust for boob sweat. And like, no one's going to want our deodorant. And I cannot tell you how successful Rosie Pitts was when we first launched it. And still it's one of our top SKUs. Um, and we actually just got into uh, two, two new deodorants that are a totally different formulation for people who like, because what I've realized with deodorant, I know you probably don't want to talk about this so long, but um, is that it actually, so many people, everyone's armpits are different. And um, like what works for someone may make someone else just like absolutely break out or like have total BO or like all of our armpits are so different. So we are aiming to make a deodorant for everyone. Yeah, that's like fashion, right? Like, there's, why would there be one deodorant if there's there's not one size of? Clothes? That's what I mean. Okay, so it does make sense with your original ethos. Well, actually, you you just brought it full circle for me. I've never even thought about that, but um, <laughs> you're you're correct in that like every armpit is different, and we want to be your one. So we actually have two more formulas coming out, um, so that you will have four different formulas to choose from. Um, in our line. And then and we're not talking about fragrance people, like actual formula, right? This isn't actual like, formulas. Yes. The yes. Rose we, scent. Have, we have other fragrances. The powder and, scent. Yeah. <laughs> no, like a whole <laughs> different thing. And then we supplement with our space bar, which is our charcoal bar soap that you use under your arms, which I swear to God, I hate bar soap. And I thought this was a really lame product. And my sister was like, no. I'm telling you it's good. And I, I I use it every time I shower. Oh, we love bar soap at Fat Mascara. So. Fucking, I hate bar soap. It like <laughs> it gets gross, but it never even gets gross because I go through them so quickly. I don't know. And do you use that under the boobs? Should we even talk about your? Yeah. I didn't even talk about your podcast. The bust. Oh, oh, I thought we're gonna do bust dust. dust. I thought we're gonna do bust or bust. There yeah, you go. Bust bust dust, dust, bust, yeah. bust dust and boob sweat. Two different things, but similar. Um, Bus Dust was our second product we launched and it was a talc-free powder, all natural, that I wanted it in a hands-free application. It's so funny what I think people want and then like people are like, can you put it in a regular bottle that we can shake out? I'm like, the whole point is that you don't have to shake it out of the bottle and put it everywhere. You can just pump it in and it never has to touch your hands. But um, people wanted it in in a regular bottle. So yes, and they then we got get used to the gesture. That's what they call it in the beauty biz: the gesture of how. What does that mean? Something. Like people are used to with blusher back in the day. They're used to the gesture of like swiping it on your cheeks with a little brush. It's just like mar- oh. beauty marketing people terminology of like how they explain their reasoning when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's so funny, but that's so true. Oh, I, yeah. Listen, I mean, my sister is always like that product sucks. It's not going to do well. And I'm like, you just wait a second. And then what I'm trying to say is that I'm always thinking of ways to do things a little differently. And um, it doesn't always work. Like I, we made a beach paint for melasma, like where you mm-hmm. put like a, a blue mustache or a rose gold mustache on. And guess what? Women are not willing to do that. You tried. I did. But they... They put zit stickers on, though. Are we just not they there yet? They do. I know. We're just not. I, it's too a mustache is a bridge time. too far. Yeah, it's just it, they're not there yet. But it's it's very funny because we've given it we've given it two summers, but I think we'll probably have to discontinue beach paint. Oh, alas. Yeah. 
RIP. I think it's the mustache that people don't want to do. I know, but let me ask you a question. Would you rather walk around with an actual dark stained mustache during your regular life? Like that's what the, that those are the choices. Yeah, melasma's I, I know, but I think like I think people are kind of like not logical. They're just not logical. You're correct. I'm just saying that I can't believe people would rather just get like a melasma. But they would. I hear you. Well, your line, so your line is a tight edit, but clearly you're a beauty and fashion girl, regardless of your line. Outside of Megabade, can we ask you about some of your favorite beauty products? Yes. First, the brows, because you said that I thought facetiously, but I was like, you do have the greatest brows. No, I, I think I, 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 oh, think no, 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 I you have, weren't lying. Like they're yeah, amazing. I think they're amazing. I have good brows. I, um, I've been using this Tude like soap brush thing. Oh, T O O D. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cause that's the founder good. has like a mono brow that she's yes. like, that's her shtick. Mono yeah. Brow. Yes. So I've been using that and I really, I really like it a lot. Um, and then I'm trying out these, I'm trying out the, the, what's her, uh, Jenna Lyons eyelashes today. Mm-hmm. I think they're too natural for me, which I, was I never say, thought I would say. They're very subtle. I didn't know you were wearing. Too subtle. I know they're too very, subtle. The lashes. Yeah. Okay. I need, I guess I think I need like the, I need a little bit more energy in my Mega eyelashes. Lash. Well, yeah. she has other ones. She has a, a, a lot of different types. So maybe you just need a more dramatic. Oh, do you think I just got the wrong one? Yeah, she has a lot of different varieties. Oh, good. Thank you for telling me. I would have given yeah. up on the brand. No, um, no, no. Try another kind. And I'm, oh, oh, I am using a Stila. That's right. Glitter <laughs> eyeshadow. Go on. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, they won't, they won't pay attention to me. I post about it about twice a week. It's like my most DM'd question. They're like, where'd you get your glitter? And it's it's Stila. And look, I'm plugging it on your podcast and they're still going to be like, mm, you don't want to work with you. But um, yeah, I, I love their stuff. I use Clay de Poe under eye concealer. I'm just going through my whole face now. No, that's what we want to do. And, and mascara, we're, you're on fat mascara. Like what's your go-to mascara? Still looking, She's her face is telling me. Yeah, yeah. You, you and everyone else. She's looking at, she's using Wander Beauty right now and okay. um, the Atelier, West, Westman Atelier, uh, that big gold stick. Oh, fancy. Nice. What about fragrance? What fragrance do you like? I have a really, I have a hard time because I have a sensitive nose, but I wear Lalabo Musk 25 or 26. It's, it's, that's what it is. Okay. And I wear it like once a year. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, like it's I made really a fragrance-free hand, hand soap because I hate the way soap smells on my hand. Like I really am very sensitive to smells. Okay. 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 Yeah. We'll, we'll back off. We'll back off. Okay. <laughs> let's let's get to the Fat Mascara 5. Okay. This is a quick lightning round, okay? Don't ever think it like word association. Okay. Done. Right? What beauty product? <laughs> so I started my enunciated really weird. What beauty product? <laughs> Is do you first remember falling in love with? Oh, CoverGirl, um, shimmering pearl lip <laughs> lipstick. It sounded like you were making it up, like making up a product name at first. No, it was like no, shimmering sh- shimmering pearl. pearl. <laughs> discontinued it, and then I bought like 
10 sticks. I used to have like the lightest icing lips at all times. <laughs> frosty, frosty lips. Yeah, frosty I as like hell. that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, which quality do you admire most in others? Oh, humor. That's important. Shit. Yeah. I like I should, that. It should be something better, but I, I like funny people. If there were one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would it be? The first thing that popped in my head was just be nice. So I think that that is, that should be it. But I guess then if you go a layer deeper, it should be don't suck your fingers at restaurants. Are we seeing a lot of that? Do that? Yes. Like, 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 like finger like, licking is what you're talking about. Yeah, like finger. Yeah, like you've got, <laughs> you, and yeah, like you're, you've got like jam on your hand. And instead of using your napkin, you're going to, you're going to do that. Audibly. With your so fingers. Katie, who's sitting at the next booth, can hear it. Yes. And then I have to be like, are you fucking kidding me with this finger licking? <laughs> this is. Do you know, I've yeah. never noticed that. It goes along with my don't clip your nails on the subway. It's the similar. Oh, don't vibe. clip your, just don't, yeah, don't clip your nails at anywhere okay. but your bathroom. I feel like clipping the nails is worse than the finger licking. You're right. You're correct. I'm just, I, I'm giving you where where my brain came in. No, we appreciate I'm, that. And now that's all I'm going to notice at restaurants. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm going to look around and I'm just going to see like everyone at a table. Like, yeah. That's Ugh. so nasty. Okay. I'm going to look yeah. out for it. Okay. What is the most played song on your favorites playlist right now? Sex Attack by LaRue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is is this a I I the only I only know the first that LaRue one, album. Does she have like more yeah. albums? I don't know. This came on okay. like some sort of like Spotify mix, and I was like, "What is this song?" And then it's just it's just been on. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check it out because no I like one her. no okay. one's talking about it. It's not a hot okay. song. We okay. are now. I love yeah. it. Sex attack. Okay. Sex attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sex attack. Okay. Yeah. And if there were to be a movie made of your life, who would narrate it? Who would narrate it? Yeah. <laughs> You're a That's podcaster. Hard. You know the importance of a voice. I would say, oh, I guess it has to be Meryl Streep then. Ooh, that's a goodie. Of course well, it because does. Don't you want to hear her talk? Like, I was going to say who is going to play me, and I think it would be Drew Barrymore, but I, I think it's Meryl talking because she's just so dry and she'd be so funny. That's a goodie. I'll allow it. It was great. Is that it? Katie, could you be our like third fat mascara host? I feel like she would fit in so well in our I'm fat mascara I'm having a great band. time. Me too. I mean, that kind of was it. When she said, is that it? That made me feel like it was underwhelming. No, it just it's just that I don't want to stop. And oh, it just feels sweet. like we got to the end because you did your five questions and now yeah, we're here. Yeah, now it's, that, that means it's over. Kind of yeah, did. But, but as a third host, it just, you know, it's like a natural... Yeah, we need a part two then. You'll have to yeah. come back. We'll do a part two. Cool. Bye. Congrats come back on with your books. hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> when your hemorrhoid cream comes out, Don't you're coming on. Don't steal my idea. It's going to get stolen. This was the wrong I'm not idea. No, you're going to have to come up with hemorrhoid cream. FDA regulations because of drug facts. But I I expect nothing yeah. less from you. Only the best. Thank you. And Thank you. Best wishes with your hemorrhoid cream, the launch of your book, <laughs> and all the things. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. 
To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 